to Next in Line. It's a show with hot topics and hotter debates. I'm your host, Ty Lewis, and we're here with former guests from last spring, Alex Reds. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, so first, we'll start off today with some Clemson A&M talk from the game. It was pretty rough. We all know that. Oh, yeah. Um, then we're going to go with some trivia. we got some golf trivia. I know you're a big golf guy. Uh, you like uh, some March Madness also, and then some um, Aggie trivia. Let's do it. I had the order mixed up on here. So we'll go golf, Aggie, then end up with... A couple of March Madness questions, but they'll be at the end. All multiple choice listeners can guess, and I'll give you all some time, too. All right, starting with the uh, Clemson A&M game. What were your initial base thoughts? We'll dig into deeper, but what were your initial base, base thoughts? Um, you know, uh, our offense wasn't looking too solid. i got to say, uh, our quarterback was lacking a little bit, definitely, in that game. Uh, and it definitely didn't help that, you know, Seems like every other play we had a defensive player out, you know, on the ground. Right. Um, I will give props to our defense. Clemson's number one in the nation mm-hmm. for a reason. Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be – I think he'll be number one overall ahead of Tua. That's a different talk for a different day. Um, Clemson had a high-power offense. Trevor Lawrence didn't really play much last year. Kelly Bryant kind of won that game. Um, Trevor or whatever, the running back ETN-y. They call him ETN because mm-hmm. the last name you can't say it. Um, he had like nine touches last year, and so all the Clemson fans were saying, Trevor Lawrence only had like two drives, ETN had nine carries. Like, they were saying like all their big guys yeah. didn't play much last year. Um, and yeah, they factored in this year. And honestly, if you look at it, our defense played wonderful against the run. ETN had maybe one big run. I know their backup guy got a good touchdown in late mm-hmm. to get that last touchdown mm-hmm. on the board for them. Um, our defense played really well, a lot of injuries, but there's only so much they can do. Yeah, um, when you're playing against a team like Clemson, you need the offense to show up. Our defense played really well, stopped the run really well. We got a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence. That's something I really liked. Our offense, not too many positives out of that. Our offensive line played really well for the whole game. Kellen Mond had time most of the day when Trevor Lawrence was scrambling. That one, their first touchdown, the busted play, Leon O'Neal, who was supposed to be a big guy this year, um, came out of coverage, which is just a young, like, um, immature mistake. He'll watch the film. He won't do that again. I'll let the linebackers in the line pick that up and stay in coverage and maybe get a pick. Trevor Lawrence played lights out. No, future Heisman. Probably Absolutely. Heisman winner. Absolutely. Him and Tua are going to be in the Heisman race this year. Um, Kellen Mond. Everybody. Jimbo Fisher. Oh, he's evolved. He's evolved. He's this, this, this. Mm-hmm. We saw that against um, yeah. Texas State. He rolled left and just dropped the beautiful pass to Jamon Osmond in the corner and where was that in this game I mean you can't say he had I mean you, I guess he had nerves but why we played at Bama last year Bama I think was number one at the time when we played him He played. he's seen that Clemson defense yeah, before yeah. he's played against rough um, away game like playing in Tuscaloosa against Bama is not easy to do yeah. and he played really well that week why is it this week why is it rough we face Clemson. We know they're like it's a way hard, way top ranked mm-hmm. team. But why? Why did you bet? You know, I think a lot of it has to do with, like you said, we just we saw the old Kellamon there. We saw last season's Kellamon a lot. He was missing easy passes. He wasn't doing great in the pocket. Uh, he just he seems like he just he was he was thinking too fast on the field. He wasn't really trying to, you know, slow down in the process and try to run the plays. And uh, plus, I mean, it hurts, you know. Being being the away team, definitely, especially in Clemson. So going back to the easy passes, if you look, it's I think it's the second play we ran. It was like second and ten because we threw it on first down, incomplete. Second and ten, we throw it. Our receiver gets behind the safety. Mm-hmm. He just overthrows the ball. Mm-hmm. If you look at a lot of the throws that Kellen made besides the one 
where you got hissy through by the goal line through a pick. Instead of taking the sack, he threw it away. He probably should have thrown it out of bounds, maybe get a field goal or whatever. He threw a lot of the passes up and away. Mm-hmm. So basically away from as far away from the defender as he could. And that made a bunch of um, incompletions, made a bunch of passes that made it hard for Rodgers and Osmond to catch Definitely. and run. Rodgers had some really good snags, but he's having to jump two feet in the air, yeah. and he's already like 6'9". Oh, yeah. So Kellen was – I think he was not in a – good rhythm. Mm-hmm. I think he was psyched out by that secondary for whatever reason. I mean, mm-hmm. he's seen better ones playing in the SEC week in, week out. Um, I think if he hits that second play of the game, uh, I think it was Osmond he might overthrew or some other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he hits that, I think it's a completely different game. He gets in a rhythm really fast. If that goes for a touchdown, insane. And everybody says, yes, Death Valley is a lot louder than Kyle Field. I don't. I don't believe it. Yeah. Tuscaloosa is a, still a tough away game. Yes, we lost against Bama last year, but it was in Tuscaloosa. We played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimbo did cover the spread for all the people who put money on it. You can't <laughs> do that, in Texas apparently. But um, we covered the spread. Um, I like to live life saying good teams win, great teams cover. A and M covers the spread against number one, while Texas did not cover the spread against LSU. Those lousy tea sips. But, yeah, it's – everyone's saying Mons evolved, Mons evolved, Mons evolved. He's great. This, this. We saw mm-hmm. that in week one against Texas State. Mm-hmm. That's Texas State. Yeah. This week we got Lamar. Um, come to Caulfield tomorrow. That's going to be another cupcake win. Mm-hmm. Um, get in, get out. I'd like to see how Mond recovers yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he should do really well seeing it is Lamar. Yeah. Nobody. But next week we have Auburn coming to Kyle Field. Um, I remember last year we choked against Auburn at Auburn. I remember I was, I think I was, I don't even know where I was at for that game, but I remember, like, oh, fourth quarter, we're up by like two touchdowns mm-hmm. or something. We're touching about to score. And they somehow came back and win. Um, it was rough. I know this year could be different. Hopefully it is. I'm excited to see how we bounce back. Yeah. Um, from all the predictions, I mean, we're still right where we want to be. We can, we're still a playoff contending team. Because um, that was the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. If Clemson goes undefeated, that's a really – you have to say losses are good, but that's a good-looking loss compared yeah. to if we can go 2-1 and one with Georgia, Bama, and LSU, which I think we can, give Kellen – if Kellen has a good game against Auburn, um, a good SEC team, yeah. and then Arkansas, yeah. and then Bama. If he has two good SEC uh, – Good games against SEC teams. I think Bama coming into Calfield will be one of the three hard road games or one of the three hard games we have left that we can win. Mm-hmm. Bama isn't as good as I necessarily think everybody thinks they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they beat New Mexico State by a lot, but the spread was 55. That yeah. says anything. And they did not cover the spread. <laughs> so great teams cover. They did not cover. Anyways, um, I think we're still where we want to be. Um, it does suck with uh, Deshaun Corbin. Travion Williams' replacement did go mm-hmm. out with a yeah. hamstring injury, and then he's out for the season. Yeah, you had to see it because I was talking with Hunter, a former host, saying that Deshaun Corbin is probably going to have better stats than Travion Williams. Mm. He's a faster back. He's I think he's shiftier than Travion. And Travion was shifty. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little bit bigger than Travion. He just – it's – there's more in Deshaun Corbin's corner than there was in Travion, and – with Jimbo's offense, we did really well with Travion. Um, so hopefully he gets out of this little injury, comes back next year. Haynes King, um, he's a senior in high school right now, 
uh, committed to A&M. Number one quarterback in Texas is coming in next year. Number one receiver in Devin Damas is coming in next year. And then Zach Evans, who isn't committed yet, number one running back in Texas, is still looking to talk. A&M's not in his official top five, but I think we're kind of in there. Yeah. Um, whenever he commits, that could be a huge swing we could get having the number one quarterback, receiver, and uh, running back from the state of Texas staying here and playing at A&M. If Zach Evans does go to Georgia like he's predicted, um, we still have Haynes King, who yeah. is really good. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of his high school stuff, and then Demi Demis is just a pure athlete. He's yeah. insane. So oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what we have next year. Next year is also really easy schedule, but we're still going to get through this year. I think we can still make a playoff run. Um, what do you think our chances are of going to the playoffs would be? Um, you know, I, it, it all depends, I think, on these early SEC games, like you said. I think we need to you know, really build up some momentum up to the Bama game. And then, you know, even if we don't come out on top with the Bama game, uh, at least, you know, show what we're capable of. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Our chances with the playoffs, I really – I don't want to – I hate to say this, but I don't want to hope too much. But I do believe, you know, if we have that momentum built up to the Bama game and we have a great ending season with LSU, just like the win last year. And Georgia, I mean. Yeah, and Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I definitely think there's a chance there. There, there definitely is a chance. So I have the schedule put up right now. Um, so right now we have Lamar, then Auburn, then after that we have Arkansas, then we have an off week, and we have Bama. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a true away game until Bama. Arkansas yeah. is always at AT&T. Right. Um, Aggies travel really well, being that it's in Dallas. We haven't lost to Arkansas yet. So Auburn's going to be a big test because they're always a team that we hang around with for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State's also going to be a huge testament because they've always been another team that when we play them, they hang around with. It's all about, Jimbo says, changing the culture. Changing from letting these middle-of-the-road SEC teams, which would dominate the Big 12, Mm -hmm. the Pac-12, and other conferences, letting them hang around with us, change the culture, get in there, win, and get out. What's really good, Auburn and Mississippi State are both at home. Um, Our way games left are Ole Miss, Georgia, and LSU. Mm-hmm. Those are all the away games yeah. we have left. Um, Arkansas is at AT&C Stadium, as always. But the Georgia and LSU game are going to be the big ones because Georgia looks really good. LSU beating Texas. And that was – there's just so much into that game. It's kind of hard to take it for what it was worth. Um, top, two top ten teams. Texas, they're – I don't want to say they're good. I mean – they're good for the Big 12. Yeah. They come to the SEC. They're I think they're around the Ole Miss level yeah. or South Carolina I, level. I can agree with um, that. Maybe Arkansas. Arkansas was really bad last year, but I could see them. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not a contending team to win the SEC West for sure. I agree. Put them in the East, they might get second because Tennessee lost to Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. Then talked all that mess to BYU and the Mormons beat them, but <laughs> it was Tennessee's looking rough. Um, I think the head coaching job at Tennessee is going to be open for grabs this year. Um, but I know after the Clemson game, I was talking to Hunter and Will, and we were talking about Jimbo's job security. All right, there's a reason we're paying him seven and a half million a year for ten years. Yes, a lot of money, seventy five million dollars for a quick math for y'all. Um, <laughs> we pay him to win championships. When and what timeline do we have to look of? All right, this isn't working. I gotta go somewhere else. I think this year it's a tough schedule. Still changing the culture. I think if we Lose if we have seven wins, it's gonna look 
rough because that means we have five losses. That means that's the Bama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, and a game that we yeah. put down. Yeah. So we at least need to have at least eight wins from the regular season, win the bowl game. Next year is where I think if we do bad, that's when we start looking what do we need to change. Because next year we should be 10-0 going into at Bama, home for LSU. Instead of playing Bama in the middle of the year, we're playing them second to last game, then LSU right after that for our Thanksgiving game. So I think we don't see changes within next year. Um, we have a really good shot of going um, 12-0, and which is kind of when's the last time Manning's been undefeated. Um, if we're undefeated going to the Bama game, that could be big momentum. It's at Tuscaloosa. If we went in Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa <laughs> and are 11-0 going into the LSU game at home, I think there's no way we lose the Tigers. But if we do, we would probably go to the SEC Championship, beating Bama. I feel like LSU will lose at least a game or two in the SEC. A lot of stuff can happen in then. But um, this year, we try to get back from injuries, unfortunately. Um, two big guys. Baylor Cup was out at the beginning of the season before Texas State with a broken leg and then Deshaun Corbin hamstring. Mm-hmm. Callum was cramping up really bad against Clemson. I don't yeah. think it's anything bad. Yeah. Um, luckily, but our D linemen were just dropping like flies. They out were, there. man. It, it seemed like every other play, you know, another one was on the ground with an injury. That, it was crazy. It was. I'm surprised we didn't drop too far in the uh, polls. We dropped from like 12 to 16 or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Surprisingly, everybody has still talked like there was a decent game for yeah. A&M. I mean, our defense played really well. Our offense, yeah. offense is going to be rough. Kellen just needs to get in the sink. We'll be good to go. Um, any last remarks on AM and the rest of the year? No, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think our defense did show out well. Um, but yeah, if we really want to be, you know, one of the top contenders in the SEC, I definitely think our offense needs some work, uh, starting with Kellen Hunt. Right. So forcing turnovers, that's a big deal. We haven't done against we had like four picks against Texas State. Mm-hmm. There was a couple tipped ones in the Clemson game. We had that one pick in garbage time that set yeah. us up to score to cover. Yeah. Um but we didn't make Trevor Lawrence throw picks. There was one we no. tipped in like the second quarter, which would have been big, because mm-hmm. um, that was right before they had that, that 90-yard drive. Just yeah. score before I had that was brutal. Um, but we get forced turnovers against good teams, and they'll be able to. Um, it'll be good to go. All right, shout-out to our main sponsor, the Cambridge College Station. Thanks for letting us be the show. Um, so next we have your trivia. All right. All right so the it. way it works, most, and most have like three or four answer choices. Okay. I'll read you the question, I'll read you the four answer choices, and then after you, I'll tell you the answer, if you got it right or wrong. Alright, so first, golf. Ready? Alright, let's do it. Who is the highest paid golfer of 2019? 2019. You have Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, and Phil Phil Mickelson. You know, golly, my, my two first choices... Would definitely have to be Tiger or Rory, um, you know. With Tiger winning the Masters this year, I think that's pretty pretty fat check. Uh, it's definitely definitely good. Yeah, yeah, and that then, check does not bounce. Yeah, you're getting that money. Yeah, uh, and then Rory, you know, coming out with the players this year, I believe he won. Did he win the FedEx Cup this year? Uh, it was maybe. I'm not even close. Let's I, see. Either that or he won the who won the PGA Championship. Who was... won FedEx Cup? Live, live lookup. Uh, most recent champion, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Won okay. the FedEx Cup. 
you know, with him winning the FedEx Cup and, you know, a few tournament wins throughout the season, I yeah, I think I'm going to go with Rory McIlroy. It is indeed Tiger Woods. Really? Wow. Tiger. Man. So, I don't know if that did include sponsorships. Okay. Which could have been big for Tiger. Okay, see, I was, like, going straight off. I was trying to do just tournament just wins. Just tournament checks. Yeah. I don't really remember when I looked this one up. It was just tournament wins. Um, which really is surprising, even if it is just tournament wins, because Tiger set out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Tiger Woods is the highest paid golfer of 2019. Looking right. out for you. Pay for your surgery to get back. All right, who was one of the most masters? You should know this one. Phil Mickelson, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, and Jordan Spieth. Uh, that has got to be Jack Nicholas. Easy, easy. Yeah. I, was, oh, yeah. I threw you kind of a tough one first and softball throw it right there. All right, <laughs> who was the most career grand slams? Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods? The most career grand slams. All right, and okay. career grand slams is so basically there's. The four majors of golf. Mm-hmm. You have the Players' Championship, right? Uh, you have the Masters. Not the Masters. Uh, yeah. The Open, the U.S. Open, Open, and the PGA Championship. PGA, not Players' Championship. Mm-hmm. PGA Championship. PGA. And so there's only been one ever season Grand Slam is to win all four tournaments in the same year. Yeah. Those are the, probably the hardest tournaments to win because they're mm-hmm. the hardest courses. Augusta in itself is a monster. Absolutely. Um, you see what did Jordan Spieth back then. But basically, career Grand Slam is to win all four of those once. Once, yeah. So, if you have, like, three wins at the Masters, or three wins in all of them, that's mm-hmm. three career Grand Slams. For yeah. the listeners. Uh, so, who has the most career Grand Slams, Jack Nicklaus or Tiger Woods? Mm. Jack Nicklaus or Tiger Woods. I mean, Jack Nicklaus, he was just, he's, you know, he's just one of the superstars to come out of the game. I mean, <sighs> Tiger Woods. Um, You know, I really think... I really do think I would have to go. Mm, Tiger is just so unstoppable. I'm going to go with Tiger. All right, so that one's pretty much a trick question. They both have won the same amount of career Grand Slams. Really? At three, yes. Okay. So Jack Nicholas has won the Masters <coughs> six times to Tiger's five. Jack has won the U.S. Open four times to Tiger's three. They both won the U.S. Uh, or the British Open three times, mm-hmm. and then Jack Nicklaus has the PGA Championship at five, Tiger four. So if one of them just got another open win, that would have the ahead. So Tiger could still pull ahead if he ever yeah. plays the British Open, if he yeah. gets back healthy. Um, but yeah, he could pull ahead of Jack Nicklaus into the career, but I don't see Tiger doing that. Um, I think when the Masters room was a fluke. I really do think so, too. It was No insane. one was expecting, like truly expecting him to win the Masters. I mean, yeah, there was the hype train surrounding him, but I really don't think... You know, I, yeah, I think it was an absolute. But that's that's the epitome of the comeback story. Like Tiger has been down and out with the whole one of the greatest golfers to ever mm-hmm. come of the generation. Yeah. Then the whole scandal with his everything. personal life, yeah, and absolutely. then the injuries, drugs, and, the, and everything. The, yeah, then yeah. the one v one with Phil was like, oh, bring him back in. Then you just mm-hmm. never really heard of him. And then the Masters, he's like, this is my first Masters back. Yeah. And him to win that was it was incredible. Insane. I was really pulling, was. I wasn't pulling for him. I was wanting Rory or Jordan mm-hmm. to get it. I definitely wanted Rory because that would have been, I believe, his first career, career Grand yeah. Slam. Yeah. He, he needs that one, and Spieth needs either one of the Opens or the PGA. Mm-hmm. That's one of the two. I remember we talked about that a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, Tiger played insanely great on moving day on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then on the final round on Sunday, he played really well. Lights Had out. some really good shots. Yeah. All right, next one. Here's some Aggie trivia. All right. How many Aggie rookies made an NFL roster this season? So how many people? How many Aggies from our team last year are on rosters this year? Fifteen, five, eight, or three? And I'll give you. I think there was about twelve rookies that were on 
rosters before the final 53-man roster. Okay. So during training camp, they can have like as many as they want or like a 70-man yeah. roster. On the last week of preseason before regular season starts, they have to cut it down to 53. So who made – how many Aggies made the final rosters? 15, 5, 8, or 3? Mm. I mean – Golly, that's tough. I because I can only think of a few right now. Um, mm. I can tell you all the ones I know, but that'd be the exact number of people right, I know. Right, right. I just be counting with my fingers. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go. I I want to say either three or five. I don't think we had too many actually this year go on. Um, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with five. We had eight. We did. Yes, wow. which was the second highest from any college football yeah. team in I the did, nation. I didn't know that. Um, that yeah. So we had. Um, I'm gonna try off the top of my head. We had Jay Sternberger made the roster. Mm-hmm. Both Kingsley Kiki and Dalen Mack made it. Okay. Otara Alaka, um, Tyrell Dotson, Travion Williams, Travion Williams mm-hmm. Eric McCoy. And who's the eighth? Who's the eighth? Colin Gillespie. Colin Gillespie. Colin made the, Gillespie. 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 Wow. Made the roster. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was really shocked. I was like, all eight, because I knew. Um, our rookies were really good, or mm-hmm. our seniors that go to rookies, mm-hmm. they were really good. Um, but I think it ended up being 15 Aggies. Not no, that's more than 15. But yeah, eight rookies. I think there were 15 rookies before the cut, mm-hmm. and then eight finally made it, which is really good. They're all doing really well. Eric McCoy, I think, is now the starter at uh, the Saints for the center. Really looking good for him, and Colin Gillespie is still doing really good. Right on. Okay. Texas. Very cool. Which former Texas governor attended Texas A&M? Bill Clements, Rick Perry, and Richard or George W. Bush. <coughs> Sorry. Wait, you said Richard or George W. Bush? Bill Clements, Rick Perry, and Richards. Oh, and, and Richards. Okay, I thought you said like the word and. Oh, no. And. As <laughs> in the lady. Former Texas governor. Well, no, it wasn't W. Um, we should have a lot of stuff named after him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... I want to say it was Rick Perry. It was Rick Perry, right. indeed. Very yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Why was the Aggie bonfire canceled in 1963? Was it because it wasn't a tradition yet? It was because JFK was assassinated. There was a law passed against it, or students couldn't gather enough funds. Well, 1963 definitely was the year that JFK was assassinated. See, and I couldn't. I did not actually know the exact years, so I can now use that as a context clue. Mm-hmm. But it's harder for you. Yeah. 19... I, I would definitely think they were doing it poss- yeah, possibly in honor of the president being assassinated. And it was, yeah. Okay. It was definitely because JFK was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald and mm-hmm. the man on the knoll, the grassy knoll. Is that the conspiracy? I... The, People get crazy with those things, man. I don't really dabble into those. Uh, with the birds. Sure. Yeah. Ronald Reagan killed the birds. <laughs> the bird to see. Birds working with the bird to see. What's that mean? Um, who is the highest ranking commander of the Corps of Cadets? I think this one's going to get you. Or, I don't know. I don't think. All right. Is it Rick Perry, the Corps Commander, Reveille, or the 12th man? That's, I'm pretty sure it's Reveille. It is Reveille. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, we have a dog leading our army. Hey, man. She's, she's the face of A&M. If we ever say? play... Army, Navy, or Air Force, and the and a football game or whatever, our dog is our highest ranking official. Hey. <laughs> I'm down for that one. Um, who has the most NCAA titles? 
for basketball. Right now we're going into March Madness okay. and basketball. Okay. Um, who has the most NCAA titles? Is it UCLA, Ooh. Kentucky, North Carolina, or Duke? Mm, that's a good one. I mean, you named <coughs> off Jeez. really, really talented teams. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I am battling really bad college station allergies today. <laughs> And yesterday, I was sneezing like 20 times in my Cal 3 class today. It was rough. Goodness. Yeah, most NCAA titles at UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina, or Duke? UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina, or Duke? You named like four of the most strong teams. In I will let you know basketball. these are the top four for most championships. Okay. That's, wow, making it easy on me. Yeah. Man. Um, my, my, I'm, I'm just going to go with my gut instinct. I really think Duke has it. Yeah. I would have to go with Duke. Are you sure about that? Hmm. No. <laughs> no, it is actually UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I listed them. I'm pretty sure I listed them in order. I think it was UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Duke. North Carolina and Duke, I think, are tied around three or four. Oh, wow. uh, UCLA has five or six. That's it's up there. Incredible. I'm really up there. All right. Here we go with underdog stories. Cinderella stories. Yeah. The lowest seed to ever make a Final Four appearance. Was it a 9 seed, a 12 seed, an 11 seed, or a 10 seed? The bracket busters of the worlds. And I'm, these are all really close. Yeah, 9, 12, man. <laughs> Golly. I mean, to see a 12 seed in the... Oh, actually, I think there was, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a 12 seed. Was it Wichita State as a 12 seed? No, I know they got really, really, really far one year. Eight. They were an 8. Elite 8. Elite eight. Uh, i give you a hint. It's a double digit. It is the double digit. Okay. Um, I it was Butler back in the go through. Butler, they were eleven, weren't they? Yep. Yep, I do remember. Butler, that. and then uh, not this past year, the year before, University of Chicago Loyola was another eleven seed. There's been like three or four eleven seeds to make it yeah. the final four. Yeah. All right, and now the lowest seed to win the tournament. The lowest seed to win the tournament. What are my choices here? Nine, eight, ten, and eleven. Nine, eight, ten, and eleven. And actually, the Butler team that I was talking about actually was this one, not the eleven seed. They were this seed when they played and won it back in like two thousand five or six, six or seven around there. Thirteen years ago. Oh, little young Alex watching the TV in March Madness. Butler was a what seed beating? North Carolina, maybe? I can't remember that far I must say. I I want to look this up. I remember the teams they played. Um, I just slipped my mind right now when I need it the most. You hate to see it. Um, But what seed? Lowest seed won. I I think Butler, I I mean, I don't know why I'm thinking this. I don't know why it's coming to my head, but I think they were a ninth seed when they won it all. Butler was the eight seed. Eight seed. It was the eight versus three, Mm -hmm. and they hit like a... Stupid, like nice. Yeah, hey, madness, man. It was. You love to see it. Yes, you absolutely love to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, that was good. Uh, you didn't do too bad. Uh, let's see. I know you got. You got one. Uh, two. That other one was a loaded question. The Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas. I didn't count that one. 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 Yeah. So you got the Masters. You got the governor, you got the... You got Rory, the, right? The, no, no, it no, wasn't Rory, it was one. So you had one, you had two, you had three, four. You had four out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You had four out of ten. 
Hey, man. Not so, knowing half those questions, like, even for some, to start, you For know. some professions, that could be passing. Um, <laughs> hey, I'll take you, man. Also, don't forget, um, this upcoming week in the Cambridge, or not this upcoming week, the week after this, I'm pretty sure, is the next round of Hall events. So make sure and look around your hall for your RS Flyers if they didn't do one last week. Um, be sure to check those out, and I'll be going to some of them, to some of them. Um... And we have Lamar tomorrow, mm-hmm. Auburn next week, looking really good. Last thing, I'll ask you, what are you most looking forward to this year, this semester, of either college or the, living at the Cambridge, or what are you most looking forward to? Most looking forward to. Okay, so I'm actually uh, an engineering major, and I'm still in general, in, uh, general engineering right now. Um, so at the end, you know, towards the end of the semester, I'm really hoping to uh, actually do my entry to a major uh, for the engineering college of engineering, and uh, hopefully I can get into biomedical mm-hmm. engineering. So I'm doing my ETAM as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hope to get in civil. Yeah. And I will admit that was kind of a loaded question because I did not warn you about that one. Hey man. Um, but no, it's really good. I'm looking. I'm excited to see what AM is going to do this week. Um, looking at do some more trivia on the show. It's really fun. But, I mean, it was really good having you back. I know yeah, we'll definitely have you on in the spring a couple times, talk about golf and the Masters and some March Madness. I know that's more your je ne sais quoi, as they say. <laughs> but, no, it was good. Um, so, yeah, check us out next week, every Friday. Have a good one. We're out. <laughs>